This week on VMworld 2021, the Virtually Speaking podcast has grabbed several industry experts to discuss their respective products, VMware announcements, and some sessions to look out for. We're calling them VChats, and we'll be releasing them all week. Let's do this. You're going to learn today. Oh, yeah. On this episode, we speak to Duncan Epping from VMware about today's announcements, his session recommendation, and a little project he's working on that you're not going to want to miss. Enjoy. All right, trolling through the virtual halls of VMworld 2021, we bump into our good friend, Mr. Duncan Epping. Duncan, welcome back, buddy. Thanks, Pete. Hey, man. I know it's virtual. It sucks that we're not in person. It sucks that we're not in the solutions exchange, but definitely wanted to get your feedback on uh, what's top of mind for you this VMworld, uh, you know, what sessions, what announcements, and uh, and uh, sort of get your feedback. Uh, what, what are you thinking about VMworld 2021 so far? Yeah, it's, uh, it's different, I guess. But um, yeah, we were kind of used to it, right? We had the same experience last year. You sit behind your desk, uh, you know, you grab a coffee or in my case, you grab a tea or a Coke. And then you just start watching or binging uh, sessions. Um, I think, you know, that is the one thing that I do enjoy about the virtual uh, VM world is that I get to watch a lot of sessions. Normally, I'm just running around, going from meeting to meeting, going from session to session, uh, bumping into people and having random conversations. Now I can just sit down and watch the sessions. The same time people or other folks are actually watching them. So, and there's a lot of interesting sessions this year. So I think that is something that, uh, you know, I uh, enjoyed a lot. Oh, yeah. I was telling someone else earlier, I think I was talking to Ken about this, but I, I do like the fact that this year uh, there is interaction. So like I felt like last year was a sort of a one-way conversation. It was everything. You get the sessions, which is good. You want to you want to in you know you want to intake all the knowledge. But I think it's kind of cool that they've got the VMworld uh, snack uh, snack <laughs> the VMworld Slack Slack. slack. <laughs> yeah, they've got snacks. VMworld snacks and VMworld Slack. Yeah, no, but um, the VMworld Slack where you can actually uh, customers and um, you know actual session presenters and other VMworld subject matter experts can actually get in the, the same virtual room and, and have a conversation about the individual sessions. So another cool aspect to the VMworld experience this year. Yeah, that's definitely pretty cool. Um, but I've, I guess we've always promoted that, right, to do it through uh, Twitter, use the hashtags. And if you have a question, you know, send it out on Twitter if you don't want to ask me in person. And people have actually been using that for the past couple of years. And I suspect, you know, the same will be happening uh, during our session when they, they watch it. There's always going to be that question. And, you know, you don't want to send someone an email. So, you know, if you don't want to use Slack, feel free to use Twitter as well. That, that always worked for us. Oh, yeah. Twitter or Slack. So yeah, you mentioned session. I know you're doing a session on uh, on vSAN with Cormac, right? What's that session about? Yeah, correct. Um, basically, we're doing something similar that we've done for the, uh, the VMAX the past uh, 18 months. So we're talking about how you can use vSphere and vSAN uh, to start deploying not just traditional applications, but on top of that, also start deploying modern applications. So we're talking about the, the various aspects of vSAN. So for instance, uh, in Europe, we see a lot of stretch clusters. So we deploy, we basically deploy a stretch cluster configuration uh, in during our session. So we have a demo around that. And then we'll show some of the, the other operational aspects. But on top of that, for instance, I will also be enabling vSAN file services, which is then going to be consumed by the, uh, the cloud native applications that run on top of that platform. So we basically start discussing both sides of the story because what we've noticed the past couple of years is that you know people either talk about traditional applications or they talk about modern applications and no one really discusses the fact that you can run both on the exact same cluster. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, I think when people oftentimes with reference architectures and things, stuff kind of goes over the top of like, oh, you're going to have a 64 node cluster developed to this one in-memory application. It's like, you know what? Most people just mix stuff and they don't yep. have that like oh yeah we're deploying this new you know no sequel system um we've got three terabytes of data in it that's it 
like not everything is hyperscale. So consolidate, getting back to that consolidation messaging, showing how we can deliver, you know, availability, performance, and and customization. Um, that's cool. Yeah, that's actually one of the things that Cormac and I have been talking to customers a lot about because a lot of customers talk about, you know, what Google are doing or what Facebook is doing. And I said, you need to keep one thing in mind. Google has, let's say, you know, eight services that generate revenue or five services that generate revenue. But search, for instance, is one of the biggest services that they have. And Gmail is a really huge service. So they have, you know, a multitude of clusters for that particular purpose. But you as a business may have, you know, 300 or 400 different applications that you need to serve up to your end users. Some of them may be cloud native, but the majority of them will be traditional. So you can't build a similar, you know, solution as, as those folks have done. You need to build something that is actually tailored or, you know, specific to your requirements and not to their requirements. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's a lot of people specking out their environments to be as large, as big as the largest search engine in the world. <laughs> that doesn't really uh, make sense. No, exactly. But you know, the funny thing is that it is something that comes up in all of these sessions. And as you, you know, as you guys also mentioned, you look at these reference architectures. The reference architecture is always about you know that one single application that runs on top of a cluster, and then they will tell you, well, you know, it runs 300% faster on top of vSphere than it runs on on physical or whatever it is. But you're comparing, you know this physical system to a virtual system, which is only going to be used by that single application. Is that really relevant to customers? No, it's interesting information. I mean, it's interesting that the virtualization platform allows you to do that, but that's not probably what you're going to do. So make sure that you take that information, take that knowledge, but then apply it to the real world scenario. And I think that is you know, probably more important. And that's why I also like VMworld, right? Because there's a lot of sessions that actually talk about use cases. You know, you have people with real world experience that go over how you should actually be using those applications oh, yeah. or those storage systems in the real world compared to you know some of those sessions where they will talk about, I can do 1 billion IOPS. Okay, that sounds really great, but if you're not pushing, you know, large block sizes, for instance, does it really say anything? Does it actually mean anything to a customer? Oh, probably not. So it's funny you say that. I when I hear that, I always laugh because I remember going to a, a storage conference years back, and I won't say the name of the conference, but they had this huge, uh, you know, in their big conference. You know, like Pat Gelsinger gets up in the big stage, and they have like really high tech uh, um, backgrounds and stuff like that for the for the general sessions and you know for the big speech. And then so in this one storage uh, company, they had up there and they were announcing they can reach one million IOPS. You know, and they had this this rev this RPM thing revving, and I was thinking like, okay. Uh, uh, what's the why do we care about that specifically <laughs> it just sounds cool right we've all done it right every vendor does it we all have these hero numbers and we all try to produce these cool numbers for every single release and you know it's it's faster and better than before but in the end you know for a customer sure it's important but it's not the uh, the, the, the the be all end all it's oh, yeah. just you know it's typically not that goal so well duncan how how fast can your car go because I feel like this is also, you know, a, a thing people do like, oh, yeah, my car can do 220 miles an hour. I'm like, where? Like, <laughs> exactly. That's probably a question you should ask Frank, by the way, when you talk to oh, him. Yeah, he's yeah, the, yeah. Sorry, he's the car nut and he likes to drive. Car aficionados here. But yeah. It's... Oh, man, he likes to drive fast. I've been with him in, in, in his car back in the days when he, uh, he owned a really, really fast car. I'm not going to mention which brand it is. If he wants to share it later on, then he can share it. But oh, oh man, I was scared. I was scared. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's got quite the rig in his own room. If you look at a, look at his uh, his uh, office, man, <laughs> dude's got a race car uh, oh, yeah. a simulation in his uh, in his office. Yeah, he yeah. It's it. funny. I visited him a few weeks ago, and um, he said, "You want to you know drive a couple of laps?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure." It looks, it looks extremely cool, right? I was you know I got nauseous. Oh wow! It was insane. Yeah, it's I just got was the sick sub for under it. the seat that like yeah, dude. It's more than a sub. He's got this whole rig set up. It can move you know left to right, up and down. It goes. It's you feel every single curbstone you hit. That kid is insane. Oh yeah. Well, speaking of Frank, uh, another topic I wanted to talk to you about is uh, uh, I want to hear a little bit more about your podcasting ventures. I know you and Frank and Johan, the three of you guys are actually doing a, a Dutch podcast, and and even I, I hear some rumors of some other podcasts. So, what is uh, what's going on with the uh, podcasting world for you? Yeah, sure. We uh, started a Dutch po- podcast a couple of months ago. It's called In the Aap Gelogeerd. It's uh, Dutch for uh, you know staying in the monkey. It doesn't mean anything in English, but basically it's a it's a situation you get yourself into and you try to get yourself out of a bad situation you find yourself in. And basically what we do during this podcast is we sit down with various people and we discuss, you know, technical topics, but also things like personal development or career development or, you know, for for the very first episode, for instance, we had a guy that works for us at VMware, uh, Pim van der Vis. And Pim actually came in to VMware through an acquisition. So with him, we started talking, you know, what the acquisition was like, what the experience was like, was it a big culture shift, et cetera, et cetera. So that's what we do for that particular podcast podcast. And the other podcast is something that we're about uh, to start. So um, by the time this podcast is is out, uh, you can probably search for it uh, in your favorite podcast app. So uh, look for Unexplored Territory. And Unexplored Territory is all about us talking to you know various people, kind of like what you guys are doing. But our focus uh, is probably going to be a you know the technical side of things, like you folks are doing as well. But B then we'll also be talking to you know CTOs, product managers, and talk about the vision and strategy that we have for certain products, certain features or certain services. So, you know, kind of kind of similar, but also kind of different in a way. So unexplored territory, that's the one that is coming out and that one is going to be in English. So if you're an English speaking person, make sure to sign up for that one. Yeah, I look forward to that. That should be good. Yeah, we've got some really cool guests lined up. So uh, it's going to be interesting. John, this is going to be our new competition for getting guests. We're going to be like, hey, you want to come on our podcast? Oh, I just spoke to Frank and Duncan. Ah. Uh. <laughs> it's fine. I, I think that because of GDPR or something, their podcast can only be broadcast in Europe. So we're ah, fine, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're doing English, but only in the, in the Netherlands. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, that's really great, man. I look forward to hearing that. So <clears throat> good stuff. Well, listen, it's been uh, great catching up with you on this VMworld. Any any closing thoughts for the week for anybody uh, around VMworld before we take off? No, nah, I think the key thing is, you know, to make sure to watch as many sessions as you possibly can. In my opinion, you know, there's a whole bunch of sessions which are really cool. I did a blog post about it. So you can look it up on yellowbricks.com. Um, I always like the, veg- the sessions around vision and strategy. For instance, there's one uh, by Mark Fleischman and VJ talking about storage and data in a multi-cloud world. Oh, yeah. Uh, that one is really, really interesting. But the other one that also uh, caught my interest is the one by Joe Bagley and Adrian Cockroft. Um, that one is all about sustainability. So uh, that one, I haven't seen it yet, um, So, but I'm going to watch it uh, later. So uh, I think that one's going to be really interesting. Yeah, lots of great sessions. Uh, over a thousand sessions, uh, some simulive and uh, and most on demand. The uh, labs on demand. Uh, lots. Of, there's a demo. There's a demo zone for a lot of different demos for all the various uh, products of VMworld. So yeah, should be good, man. Duncan, as always, thank you for joining us on this VMworld, and we'll talk to you soon. Hopefully, we can come on your podcast. Sounds good. Thanks. 